It was a Saturday afternoon on LaSalle Street, years and years ago when I was a little kid. And around three o'clock, Mrs. Shannon, the heavy Irish woman in her perpetually soup-stained dress, opened her back window and shouted out into the courtyard, Hey, Cesar, you who? I think you're on television. I swear it's you. When I heard the opening strains of the I Love Lucy show, I got excited because I knew she was referring to an item of eternity, that episode in which my dead father and my uncle Cesar had appeared. Playing Ricky Ricardo's singing cousins fresh off the farm in Oriente Province, Cuba, and north in New York for an engagement at Ricky's nightclub, the Tropicana. This was close enough to the truth about their real lives. They were musicians and songwriters who had left Havana for New York in 1949, the year they formed the Mambo Kings an orchestra that packed clubs, dance halls, and theaters around the East Coast. And excitement of excitements, they even made a fabled journey in a flamingo pink bus out to Sweets Ballroom in San Francisco, playing on an all-star mambo night, a beautiful night of glory beyond death, beyond pain, beyond all stillness. Desi Arnaz had caught their act one night in a supper club on the west side, and because they had perhaps already known each other from Havana or Oriente province, where Arnaz, like the brothers, was born, it was natural that he asked them to sing on his show. He liked one of their songs in particular, a romantic bolero written by them, Beautiful Maria of My Soul. Some months later, I don't know how many, I wasn't five years old yet, they began to rehearse for the immortal appearance of my father on this show. For me, my father's gentle rapping on Ricky Ricardo's door has always been a call from the beyond. As in Dracula films or films of the walking dead in which spirits ooze out from behind tombstones and through the cracked windows and rotted floors of gloomy antique halls, Lucille Ball, the lovely red-headed actress and comedian who played Ricky's wife, was house-cleaning when she heard the rapping of my father's knuckles against that door. I'm coming, she said in her sing-song voice. Standing in her entrance, two men in white silk suits and butterfly-looking lace bow ties, black instrument cases by their side, and black-brimmed white hats in their hands. My father, Nestor Castillo, thin and broad-shouldered, and Uncle Cesar, thick-set and immense. My uncle, Mrs. Ricardo, my name is Alfonso, and this is my brother Manny. And her face lights up and she says, Oh, yes, the fellow's from Cuba. Ricky told me all about you. Then, just like that, they're sitting on the couch when Ricky Ricardo walks in and says something like, Manny, Alfonso, gee, it's really swell that you fellas could make it up here from Havana for the show. That's when my father smiled. The first time I saw a rerun of this, I could remember other things about him. His lifting me up, his smell of cologne, his patting my head, his handing me a dime, his touching my face, his whistling, his taking me and my little sister, Leticia, for a walk in the park, and so many other moments happening in my thoughts simultaneously that it was like watching something momentous, say the resurrection, as if Christ had stepped out of his sepulcher, flooding the world with light. What we were taught in the local church with the big red doors. Because my father was now newly alive and could take off his hat and sit down on the couch in Ricky's living room, resting his black instrument case on his lap. He could play the trumpet, move his head, blink his eyes, nod, walk across the room and say thank you when offered a cup of coffee. For me, the room was suddenly bursting with a silvery radiance, and now I knew that we could see it again. 
Mrs. Shannon had called out into the courtyard alerting my uncle. I was already in his apartment. 